Goodbye is indeed the saddest word to say, especially when you have to share memorable moments together with the persons in question. Hearts and pains, joys and victory, tears and laughter are all least in every relationship. And you know, painful experiences don't have to break our hearts enough to break us. No, they don't have to tear us apart. There is no relationship that is immune to trying times. That's why you have to be a forgiver to enjoy your relationship. Perfection is like a fallacy and unrealistic goal. In fact, it's even harder for perfectionists to achieve perfection. That's when, right? We only attain something close to perfection as we stay together in love, forgiving, tolerating, and growing together. On this episode, I'll be addressing the two sides of infidelity, that is the cheat and the cheated. If you cheated on your partner, you have also cheated yourself and the relationship at large. You have robbed your relationship of time, emotions, probably money, and most especially your body. And believe you me, realizing this much loss, this much um, pain hurts a whole lot and you need to heal. Conversely, if you were treated on, there is a feeling of general hurt. You wish it didn't happen. You just wish your partner actually told you the issue earlier. Maybe you could have done something to salvage the situation. And you feel that you were probably not good enough for your partner or taken for granted. I really sympathize a lot with you and you also need to heal. So I'll start this episode with the offending partner, that is a person that cheated on their relationship. The last time you did it, you told yourself it was going to be the last time. And now you find yourself going back into it all over again and you feel so caught in the web and you don't even know how to come out of it. Now is the time to get some help. I mentioned in the previous episode that secrecy and powers wrongdoing. So, the first help you need to get right now is to speak up. Speak to some well-meaning person who could even be a counselor to you or if you feel your partner can handle it, please speak to them. This creates a sense of accountability and also helps you to get some advice. You also have to be honest with yourself. Ask yourself these questions. Why did you do what you did? What did you tell yourself that made that there possible? No one would know. Was that what you told yourself? Or that it doesn't matter? Or that everyone is doing it? What exactly started this affair that we are talking about? Or you felt there were some things missing in your relationship and you found someone who had them? Or your partner had hurt you and you just want to get back at them? If you can trace what the root cause of your cheating is, then a solution is not too far off from you. Allow me to say that whatever you told yourself that started the affair might be true, but resorting to cheating is never the way out. So the next is to ask yourself, why do you feel the way you feel right now? Where you found out or you just realized you're wrong and you want to right the wrong. If you're sorry just because you were caught, then 
affairs would definitely still occur. It would happen again. If you don't honestly regret your actions, tendencies of a repeat are very high. And if you regret, why do you regret it? Is it because the affairs has left you something unforgettable, like a disease or pregnancy, or what? Or is it because you realize how much you have hurt your partner and cheated your relationship? The next step is um, to ask yourself, are you truly done with this affair? If the hands of time were turned back, would you behave differently? Because the truth is, opportunities would always present themselves. Events tend to occur in cycles. So if given a chance, would you still go down that same lane? Especially with the same person. Would the storyline change? You have to really decide it is over and done with and do everything to keep to that. May I recommend something here? The advice flee has been saving a whole lot of people for ages. And although modern day people feel it's no longer valid, it still is, I tell you. So, what if, for example, who you're running from is who you get to run back into, like your boss in the office, or your neighbor at home, or your housemate, you know, all those people are basically surrounded by you, or you are surrounded by them. So, but the truth of the matter is, you are almost always in control because there is no temptation that comes your way that has no way of escape. You can resist and come out clean. We struggle with wrong decisions because there is a part of us leaning towards it. For instance, uh, if, I'm in, if I'm at a party and I'm offered alcoholic drinks, I won't even think twice before I reject it. I feel uh, even if I feel forced or pressured, I can take a walk, but if in the same party I'm offered cakes, ice cream and all that, although I'm watching my weight right now, I'll be calculating and analyzing how much calories each bite would add to me, I'll imagine what I might miss if I don't take it and so on. So it's, it's the same with temptation. It is because we all have the tendency to do those wrong things that we get to um, contemplate on them. I understand that jobs don't seem easy to come by these days, so you might want to turn your you might not want to turn down your boss, especially if your job appears to be on the line by turning down your boss. But the truth is, if you are truly valuable to the organization, your decision would be respected. Especially when it doesn't affect the job you're doing or your company in any way. If it's a house help, for example, it might be unfair for you to relieve them of their job, but you will be saving your marriage. So that settled, you would also need to reassure your partner time and time again that they can trust you all over again. That is if you confess to them in the first place. They would feel insecure and let down. That is very certain. So in all ways you can, and as much as possible, you need to revalidate them. You might now need to be more accountable than ever before. Like take off all the hedges you built while having that affair such as access to some personal information, your whereabouts, your phone, 
for some people even your account of details of transactions that you make daily all of these things are just to win back your partner's trust see the process might be a little longer i have to confess it would take a while so suspicion would still be lurking somewhere around the corner and you would need to clear all forms of doubts by all means for example a listener pointed that she lets her husband know when she has to necessarily see the other person where they will be meeting for example of course it's in a public place and you know all of these are just simple measures they, to, to, to win back your partner they won't always last once you're done with this healing process life can almost return to normal life can return almost to normal the healing process may be long and hurtful both for you and your your partner but your relationship if your relationship is worth fighting for if you have any reason to choose your partner over again then you will give it all it takes one last advice i would give you is to come off the blame game own up and take responsibility for what you did to hurt your relationship it was you who couldn't deal with the issue in your relationship and couldn't drink from your own system. I understand your partner or your relationship had some faults and you probably tried to solve them your own way but couldn't. That still can never justify cheating. So when you're done taking the blame, it's easier to look inwards and solve the issue or issues surrounding your relationship together. And to the cheated party, it is absolutely human to hurt. It is normal to feel betrayed or to know that the person you love left you for someone else. It is very, very human to feel all of these things. But the truth is, it is healthy or healthier to pick yourself up as soon as you can and move on. Moving on can be with your partner, especially when it's in a marriage. Marriage is usually for better or worse, so if marriage throws the better at you, rejoice at it. But if it throws the worse at you, you should man up and face it. The truth is your relationship hasn't necessarily hit the rock bottom. Cheating isn't always supposed to be the name in the coffin, especially when your partner doesn't cheat habitually. And just like you survived some other painful experiences you've had before, this world also pass. If you need a break or something or some time to clear your head, you go ahead and take the break. Please take it, but please let it not take too long. If you need to cry, let it all out. Talk through this experience. Ask all of the questions you need to ask also, but be careful about asking for too much details because that could do more harm than good. So, for your healing to be quick, be sure they are truly sorry for what they did because if they are not, I'm sorry you have just begun. Secondly, find out why your partner did what they did. Was it something you as a person did wrong or was it an unmet need in the relationship? Was it a deficiency or kind of anything in your relationship that you can't solve? Is it something you can make amends on? Or is it solely about your partner or the third party? Like it has to do with them maybe 
just something personal to them or it has to do with the other person putting pressure on your partner and then they have to let they have to um, give in. In fact, yours may even be a suspicion that your partner is having an affair or is tripping off on someone else. Just feel free and confident to talk about it before things go really bad. Express your feeling and possibly demand explanation without being overly confrontational or judgmental. Some people have um, become very judgmental or confrontational. They have pushed their partners into the hands of strangers. And some have even bottled up emotions or even concluded on wrong assumptions in this matter. But if you lovingly do this, you might be saving your relationship from a major shipwreck. Speaking up about anything after settling it in your heart as the part you can in your mind. It, it, it feels like a very golden thing in, in relationships. Speaking up feels very golden in relationships. Also, after all of the talks must have been done, don't put the blame on yourself. Even if um, you feel like you're at fault or something, don't put the blame on yourself. For anyone who cheats, it is first of all about them before it is about their partner. So I'll give a general advice to couples. Please stay in touch with your family. I am begging right now, stay in touch with your family. Spend more time with your family. I know your job might be consuming a greater percentage of your time and I can't advise you to quit or become inefficient at work. But try to strike a balance because too much time spent without your family is not healthy. Too much involvement with work is quite detrimental to your family. Now, this means that you spend much time at work, you bring work home, you, you, when you're home, you're still chatting and, and with, your, with your people at work, you're still calling them from your office or they are calling people they are calling you from the office you get to talk a lot about them and oh my god all of these things now i understand that with work from home right now things might be a little difficult your work might be clashing with your family life but i i know that you can prioritize your family above everything else a portion time for all things, set everything right so that none crashes or crashes into any. And if you are still preparing for marriage, there are three major qualities to look out for in your partner. And if they are amiss, you might want to have a rethink. Those qualities are conscientiousness, commitment and accountability. With anyone who has these qualities, you'd be very sure they are working towards the success of the relationship and would always find a way back to you even if they go wrong. Will Smith read over 50 books on marriage just so his marriage is perfect. Man, that for me is commitment. So you have to get these three qualities from your partner to be assured and to be sure of a safe relationship and a forever with them. Thanks for listening to the concluding part of our love cast on, on faithfulness. Please follow me on Instagram at Musing with Sassy to join the conversation. And if you have any question or you want to share an experience anonymously, send a mail to sassanelagibi at gmail.com with the subject 
Dear Sussy, and have a wonderful week.